Welcome to the Soul Purpose Driven Podcast, where we talk to, for, and about the rise of soul-aligned entrepreneurship. I'm your host, Caitlin Anne-Marie, and I believe that we each have a purpose on this planet. When you turn your soul's purpose into a successful business, you become the change you wish to see in the world. If you're ready to activate your next level of entrepreneurship, then subscribe and tune in for tips, tricks, and high vibe conversations that will amplify your magic. Welcome back to another episode, Soulpreneurs. I'm so excited to have you here, as per usual. If you don't know me, my name is Caitlin Anne-Marie, and I am a real-life fairy, so I get excited about just about everything, but especially when it comes to soul-inspired businesses and soulpreneurs. I love this community. I love the mission. I love the passion. I love the impact that everyone makes in this community. And whether you feel like you're making an impact right now or you feel like you want to in the future, you're in the right place. Today, we're talking about passion projects. And the number one reason why I wanted to talk about this today is because I just started my podcasting adventure and I haven't really disclosed how this came about, uh, but I want to talk about the importance of having a passion project. If you know me a bit, you know that I've been in business as a holistic business coach for about two years now, and you also may be in my Soulpreneur Sisterhood Society on Facebook. You may be on my Instagram and we may have been chatting before, but whoever you are, wherever you are, welcome. And I'm so happy to have you here as we dive into passion projects. But before we get started, I want to share two very important things with you. If you are joining this podcast and you're coming on this adventure with me, then I can guarantee that this is not going to be perfect. And there's so much power and releasing the illusion of perfection. And with that being said, you will likely hear, you know, some ums, some ahs and all the things. You'll also probably hear me like going full fire on you, telling you powerfully educational information that's going to help you with your business. And in the background, you might hear things knocking over or... (laughs) or a loud animal um, sleep dreaming and running in her sleep. (laughs) So I've already recorded a few episodes where I'm like, oh, that was so good. And then I can hear my dog in the background, um, you know, whimpering as she's sleeping and dreaming about running in a field. And so side note, her name is Maggie May, and you may know her if you're in Soulpreneur Sisterhood. We sometimes post pictures of our fur babies, and I have had some Facebook lives in there where Maggie has made a guest appearance, or Loki, my kitten. So that being said, letting you know this is not going to be perfect. I'm not here to be perfect. I'm not here to be the shiny, glimmery thing, but I'm here to be real with you and support you from that space. If you've worked with me in the past, you know that I have this saying of start messy, just get started. Stop worrying about the who's, the how's, the when's, the what's, 
all the things and just get started. And I'm going to share another podcast about the power of the word just very soon. So stay tuned for that. If you enjoy this podcast, please share it with people who are part of this community. Share it with the soulpreneurs, the soul-inspired people who are out there ready to lead the masses and be the change that they want to see in the world. We can make such a powerful impact together and in each of my courses, I actually do various things, um, you know, giving back to causes every time I have a launch, um, talking about their impact and their why. So having your why and knowing your purpose is so, so important. And additionally, here's the difference between that and a passion project. Following your purpose actually requires endurance and patience and things of that nature. And so sometimes people feel like they lose the spark at some point, or, you know, you have to do all the things in your business as you're getting started. You have to do the emails, you do the content writing, you show up on the Instagram stories, you probably manage your books, do the invoicing, you're the VA, you're the scheduler, et cetera, et cetera. And so it's not just you pursuing your passion at that point, but it requires a lot of grit, a lot of grace, patience, and yes, endurance. And so when you think about running endurance, do you use the whole fire right away? No, no, you take your time, you pace yourself and you get to the finish line, probably sweating your butt off, um, but you get there. The difference between the business and the passion project is that the passion project is just something that has no pressure on it. There is no, you need to send this email out by this time. There is no, you need to produce. If you don't produce, you don't have a business. There is just the passion project and it is sitting on the easel whenever you need to go visit it. It's in the bookshelf. It exists in your home, in a place that you feel expansive and uplifted. And it's a very important part of running a business. So a little backstory to how this podcast was born is actually that my passion projects have always been things that have to do with writing. And I also love speaking. I don't so much love having to do my hair and makeup and show on video, show up on video, <laughs> like just to be real with you all. So if you're, you know, following me on Instagram, you've likely already noticed this 90% of the time I don't have makeup on, um, probably 75% of the time I haven't done my hair and I show up messy because this is reality and it does not diminish the quality of my work. But simultaneously, there are days that I might not want to, you know, look super nice. And simultaneously I'm representing my brand and I would rather just sit here in my, you know, boho yoga pants that are super large on me and a baggy shirt and wet hair and just be real with you as I sip my chai tea. A passion project just kind of allows you to be. It doesn't ask you to show up any differently. It allows you to show up raw and vulnerable and real. And that's how I see podcasting for, you know, all these years I've wanted to do it. I've wanted to share my messages outside of my journals, outside of my grand visions for being, you know, a published author. 
And actually, I already am a published author, and that's another passion project I can tell you a story about. But showing up and just being are such an important part of your day. So you may have already heard about the Ayurvedic Schedule ebook, and likely you've heard about Ayurveda if you've been in this community for a bit. Ayurveda is the sister science of yoga, and it basically takes your whole lifestyle and makes it medicine. It takes your everyday practices and makes them into medicine. And it allows you to see through a lens where you can notice the parts of your day where your energy is being drained because somehow something is poison. Everything on this earth, everything in your life, everything in your mind and your body and your soul, it can be either medicine or poison. Your voice, your words, the way you show up, how you walk into a room, how you allow somebody to walk into your room, this can be medicine or poison, right? So... Ayurveda is a very expansive medical system. It's not how we think about it in the West where, you know, you get a Band-Aid or you get a pill, you get a surgery, but it takes into account your entire lifestyle. And if you're going to be a solopreneur, meaning you're doing it all on your own, or you're going to be a soul-inspired leader, or you're going to be somebody who's building a soul-aligned business... It matters what energy you bring to the space. And this is why you need a passion project. So if you've already got ideas for your passion project or you have a few already, then definitely, you know, send me a message somewhere and let me know about it. Share this, um, share this episode and just like, you know, send it to me on Instagram and I would love to talk about your passion project. This is what's going to allow you to show up in the highest vibration of your energy for your business. And your energy is your, my mentor says this, but your energy is your greatest advertisement. I think she also says your aura is your advertisement. She's a badass Kundalini business coach. And so if you think about that and you think about the way that you're showing up, if you're feeling tired or you're feeling scatterbrained or you are feeling stressed out or worried and you show up and work on your business, you're not creating from the most expansive place. And here's why your nervous system is controlling your ability to access different parts of your mind, your brain. So you can't actually show up with the greatest memory or the greatest focus And thus your content writing suffers. So this depends on what you eat, you know? So your passion project might be cooking. I love to cook. Like whenever I feel out of alignment, I just get in the kitchen and I cook like crazy bizarre things. I actually have probably four different Ayurvedic cookbooks and almost never really follow the recipes. (laughs) I, uh, I always make my kitchen into something different every single time. And I will never be able to make a recipe book because it's all just my creativity. (laughs) And there's two types of cooks in the world. There's the cooks who follow every single thing on the recipe. And that's definitely my mom. And then if I look at my dad, my dad and I are the same where we just like throw whatever in a pot and it winds up coming out amazing. And then I have an older brother. I have two other older brothers, but my oldest brother, he likes to do it the same way that my dad and I do it. And he hasn't quite nailed it yet. <laughs> I think he's gotten a lot better over the years. But I remember um, at one point, the me and my two brothers lived together and my oldest brother would, you know, put all these random things into a pot and he'd be like really excited because he loves cooking too. And... <laughs> And it didn't always turn out that great. 
but he's gotten better now. Um, so yeah, there's always two types of cooks in the world. I am definitely the creative authority who likes to kind of dance in the kitchen and like play with her food and talk to her food. And, you know, I like to go to the farmer's market and pick out like my own food. And it's such a passion project for me. I mean, I don't even know where the time goes. I don't know where my phone goes, which is really important. If you think about any passion projects, like you're just fully in them, you know, you almost feel like you can't stop. And it's funny because I've found ways to bring passion projects into my business and not put pressure on them. Whether they succeed or they fail is irrelevant because the only thing that it's meant to do is evoke passion evoke excitement, evoke this empowered, like, hell yeah, I did this for like hours on my Saturday, even though we normally take Saturdays off. I just had so much fun doing it. So you may find ways to sprinkle that throughout your week. You may find ways to just, you know, do it on a certain day. Um, if it's a really good passion project, you might get totally enveloped in it. And no, Netflix does not count. So if you're, you're thinking, hmm, well, I've watched an entire season of Lost and... <laughs> And this is my passion project. No, I'm going to say no, because we're looking for healthy passion projects. So, <laughs> you know, I'm talking about holistic business medicine, right? So, of course, your passion project is meant to allow you to be fully present so that your nervous system can be relaxed. And that way you show up for your regular work and the work inside of your business that's necessary. And you still have that energy of passion. You're not forcing yourself into writing the copy or writing the email or whatever it might be that you're working on, but that you're going into it with this remaining excitement, this remaining passion that has kind of bled through the lines into your life in all these different areas. It's basically, if you think about it, a way to fill up your cup. And if you have that cup filled, then you're going to be more excited, more enthusiastic about other things in your life. If you think about it, like somebody who just fell madly in love and they are like walking on a cloud, they're having the time of their life, right? They're living the dream and they're probably talking about the new love of their life, like nonstop. And you're kind of like, okay, chill, chill. <laughs> I've heard about Tom 20 times today. Don't need to hear about him again. Uh, that's basically how your passion project should feel. And if your passion project feels that way, then it's going to create abundance and expansion in your business as well. So most of the times that I've looked at my analytics and been like, wow, it's like a huge spike, like double the numbers. It's been because I did something with the energy of passion, with the energy of, you know, maybe it's not necessarily excitement, but Passion's definitely at the forefront. Like I've, I've shared a little bit about my story and how I had a cancer scare in the fall. And when I look at the analytics of emails, posts, all the things, it was when I was in my passion working towards the solution of you know, that trauma, that experience, that I saw the biggest spikes. And obviously, it's not really about that, but it's just something to take into account as you think about how your energy is going to be reflected into your business. Because if it wasn't filled with some form of passion, maybe it was, you know, 
something that was um, more of a lower frequency in the sense of maybe I was having a really crappy day and really worried about getting an MRI. And I, if I wrote something on that day, it likely would have gotten less of a response. And you might start to even notice this within yourself and your own business. If you go into your Instagram and you check out the analytics, you can see which of your posts have done the best. And I would love for you to go out, try that out and see what has really resonated with people. This is also a really great way to start to hone in on your content writing and know what's going to be content that converts. And it's not necessarily like if you're talking about, you know, a cancer scare in your MRI that you're going to be converting people into a program. I don't know, maybe you would. That's not what I used it for. But again, it's like, how can you create more of that energy, more of that frequency? It doesn't need to be in a box, right? It can be, I spent the whole day Saturday working on one of these freaking like yarn designs that I'm going to hang on my wall. And I don't know what I'm doing, but I had so much fun just like working with my hands and braiding things and, um, you know, getting all the pieces together. Then I'm showing up Monday morning and I'm like, okay, we're ready. So they're not the same, um, the same content. They're not the same thing, but now I feel revitalized in a way where I can show up and put all this passion into various things that maybe didn't create such a spark in me previously. So maybe that means working on, um, building out a funnel. That's something that I've been working on in the back end of my business for a while. And I feel like I'm always building out funnels or freebies and stuff to give back to the community. And, um, and make more of this wisdom accessible to different people. And sometimes it it's a lot of backend work that I'm not super excited about. So it's my responsibility to approach that with a bit more passion. Maybe it's not necessarily about what I'm doing. That might be harder, right? It might take more, um, more of an exertion of energy to force passion. But if it is already, that cup is already filled because... I spent the whole day or the whole morning singing and chanting, or if I, you know, was painting over the weekend or something like that, the cups are already filled and I can just pour it into a project that really needs it. Right. So this is the idea of healing and mending your business in different ways by utilizing your lifestyle. And it doesn't mean that your business is taking over your life but that your lifestyle is supportive of the hours and days that you show up to do the work of your soul, which is your business. Soulpreneurs, hello. Like your business is your dharma. It's your mission. And there are going to be components of it that are going to test you. They're going to be challenging. That's just the hero's journey. To say that this is all going to be easy and simple would be an illusion. It would be a disservice to you. Just like I said, perfectionism is an illusion. So is this. So I guess now is a really great time to share with you how this podcast was born. If you've been in the community for a bit, maybe you've heard me talk about how much I love podcasts and I love Audible and I'm always learning in various ways. And holla if you feel me on this because it's such a big part of my life. I mean, I'm, I pretty much have to force myself to turn on music when people get in the car sometimes because I'm always listening to something informational or inspiring and 
I love hearing people's stories. I love hearing what they've learned from their experience. I love hearing, you know, interesting facts and different methodology for, um, you know, marketing or strategy. Like I, I love learning these things. I love learning about Ayurveda. And so there's always something to dive into. So I have wanted to do a podcast for a long time. And like I said, I had become a published author when I was, let's see, it was maybe September of 2014. Yep. September of 2014, that I published a children's book that taught American Sign Language. And the passion behind the project was that I wanted to give back to a not-for-profit that supports my younger cousin who has a very rare um, cognitive disability. And I have wanted to write a book since as long as I can remember. I mean, I remember staying home from school in pre-K and kindergarten and writing stories about fairies in the woods and, you know, all these magical beings. So I've always been a little bit of a unicorn and always definitely wanted to publish a book. And so the first book was really just a passion project. I felt like I got this amazing college degree. I actually was invited to study for a semester at the University of Oxford and I studied Shakespeare and I went to where Shakespeare lived and all of this stuff. I went to the Shakespeare Theater in London and, you know, just incredible. Like I, I was studying in the Bodleian Library and reading like traditional Shakespeare and then basically translating it. And yet I left college and I had no idea how to publish a book. I had read numerous books, hundreds of books. And at that point I was feeling like frustrated that the only thing I felt I was really prepared for was to teach English, not to be a published author. And that was my big dream. So I spent I mean, every, (laughs) I've spent so much energy on this, but I really, I spent the next year focusing on business, marketing, publishing, studying it through and through and through. And then I published the children's book. And again, the passion behind it was that I wanted to do something good in the world. And I had all of these ideas, but this was something that meant so much to me because my family has been deeply affected by the syndrome that my cousin has, my cousin has been affected by it, but you know, we've, we've just witnessed her go through so many things. She's only, she just turned into a teenager and like, it's just, it's flooring. And to be able to do something, to donate hundreds of dollars from a book that I had written, it was, it was amazing. And I hope that everybody has an experience like that, where they're able to really give to a cause that, you know, it's not just a random cause, but it's something that just, you know, they can feel it in their bones. And it was inspiring me on numerous levels. And like I said, I studied marketing and business and all of this stuff. And I've always wanted to be a published author. So it only made sense that I worked my butt off and I got really, 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 really good at doing marketing (laughs) and publishing and understanding these things. And um, I had so many different job offerings and different experiences, and it has still been something that's at the forefront. So 
recently, uh, when I had my cancer scare, I started writing this book of, it's just kind of like a coffee table book and it's really simple, but it's, I won't reveal everything cause that's not really important to what I, I want to share with you today, but it was something that started to bring this passion back to me at a time that was so dark and you go through shadow work. Like this is not the community for spiritual bypassing. We're here to hold each other up to their greatest potential and doing the shadow work and really being present for that and transmuting it into the light. That is how we make such a powerful impact. So having that passion project was something that really got me through the days that I was really worried about the possibilities. And now just looking at this idea of having a podcast, it's something that has always made sense to me. And now it just feels like those words get to be heard by so many different people. And it's not about my words. It's about how the words land with you how they allow you to peel back the veil, peel back the layers, reprogram your thoughts, how it allows you to really be present for your life and to build a lifestyle that you love, a business that creates all this joy and passion within you and creates a huge impact. If this podcast helps you get through the brightest of times and the darkest of times, then it has accomplished its intention. Language and words are something that I've always found fascinating. I've always seen it as something that can string all the pieces together. It can create an experience. It can allow us to see through the eyes of others. It can bring our communities together. It can allow us to feel closer to somebody who's on the other side of the world. Language and words are love. They are light. They are what we use to communicate. And that communication is going to change the world. So if these words land for you, beautiful. If you would like to write some loving words and leave a review or share this with somebody that you love to feel closer to them, I would absolutely be honored and I appreciate your words and I appreciate your energy. Thank you for bringing it to the space. I hope that you love this episode and that it resonated with you and inspired passion and excitement into your life. We are going to have some really amazing conversations coming up, so stay tuned. I also have a special surprise coming up very soon, so hope you stick around and I'll see you soon. If you enjoyed this episode, please go ahead, like, subscribe, or share somewhere that soul purpose-driven people can find it. I believe that as soul-aligned leaders, we have the power to change the world, and we do this together. So I'm grateful to have you as a supporter, as a listener. And until next time, be well, soul family. Talk to you soon.